Good morning to you. This is God Talk. This is Pastor Dan Smith, and uh, I'm now a pastor again, pastoring over at the Moreno Valley Church halftime just for a few months while they're looking for another pastor. But I'm enjoying the people. It's a little different to pastor with the uh, virus and not be able to see and get to know all your people. But I'm visiting and uh, getting to know them. I have a whole lineup tomorrow. We wear masks and... Uh, Get acquainted with everybody. We're wrestling with the cross. That sermon I call, It Doesn't Matter. Really? Cross doesn't matter. So we've been working through that this week. I won't repeat all of that. But the part that we're wrestling with now is who needs the cross? Is the cross in order to satisfy God? Because he has switched sides and now he's got the justice side of his personality and his character. And someone has to die. We've run up a bill and we have to pay that bill. Someone has to pay. We don't pay. Jesus pays for us. But it's for God. And the question I'm asking is, when did God switch sides? Was it in heaven? I have to say, I don't think it was in heaven. They are one in heaven. Everything in heaven is love. God, the Father, did not turn against Jesus up in heaven. He said goodbye to him when he left. I don't think it was up there. Down here, I don't think it was down here for the first years of his life. He says, it's all I do. I only say what the Father tells me to say. I only do what the Father tells me to do. My Father was always working, and I too am always working. I do what my Father wants me to do. I and the Father are one. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So was it at the Last Supper? When Jesus walks in to the Last Supper and begins to come under the shadow of the cross. Well, you think about what he said, John 13, and then you go to John 14. It's all one message there. Chapter division just arbitrarily sits in there. Then not your heart be troubled. I go to prepare a place for you. Where? In my Father's house. Jesus assumes that he is going to be able to go back home to the Father's house. And he says, my Father has a house. And I'm going to go there as soon as I die and come back to life. And I'm going to come back and get you and take you with me to the Father's house. So the Father hasn't switched at this point. Jesus is absolutely confident that he has a Father and that the door is open to him to go back home. All right. Still planning for everybody to be with him and the Father. Well, could be at the garden. Was it in the garden when he took all of our sins? Millions, trillions, trillions of sins. Surely it's our sins that take him away from the Father. As Arabia says, he clung to the ground to keep from slipping away from the Father anymore. Sin separating us from the Father. Is God switching sides? Listen to this quotation from Desire of Ages, page 753. All his life, Christ had been publishing or preaching the good news of the Father's mercy and love. But now, you can tell, but now means probably there's going to be a switch. All this time, God, Jesus has assumed that he was in a loving relationship with the Father. And it only knows the love and the mercy. And he's telling the world about the love and mercy of his Father. But now that he's a sinner, he's taken all the sins that have ever happened. Now, but now, you can hear God is angry. Now God is punishing. No, that's not what it says. Right after the but now, with the terrible wilt of gate he bears, guilt he bears, he cannot see the Father's reconciling face. Even though he is the worst sinner in the history of the world, even though he now is Hitler and every crime and every murder and every rape and every thief and every disease and Idi Amin and uh, Bin Laden and all the rest, God doesn't change his face. Still the same reconciling face. Sin hasn't changed the sight of God. God has not switched sides from love to justice, from love and forgiveness to punishment. What sin does is that Jesus couldn't feel it. He couldn't experience it anymore. It blocks it in the mind, our minds and hearts. Sin separates, but it doesn't change God. Romans 8, nothing separates us from the love of God. Was it when Judas betrayed him or when Peter denied him? We're told Jesus did not become angry when he saw what Peter did. Only love. 
was it when the whipping happened? If the cross is punishment from God for sin, then the whipping is from God. The thorns, the crowd shouting crucify him, the nails all have to be from God. If the cross is God's punishment on sin, that is all part of the cross. Anybody want to vote for that? Anybody want to say all those things are from God, the heart of God, who have been one together, but now because of our sin, he has now switched sides, and now God is something he hasn't been. He's been storing up this wrath, but now he lets it out, and down comes wrath, whipping nails. I can't do that. That's not from God. That's from the Romans. Now let's go through the seven last words of Jesus. Probably not going to get it all done today, but let's at least start. Number one, Father forgive them. Did he say, Father, forgive them before he actually died or after? If Jesus has to die and satisfy God's need for wrath and blood in order for him to forgive, he hasn't died yet. He's still alive. And he looks down at these people that are killing him, nailing him, gambling for his clothes, and he says, Father, forgive them. He assumes the Father will. God is a forgiver. God is a forgiver before the cross. And Ellen White steps to Christ, says, the cross did not turn God into a forgiver. The cross is because he is a forgiver, to show us he's a forgiver. He's forever been a forgiver. He did not switch sides there at the cross. Number two, I say unto you today, you will be with me in paradise. Is Jesus planning to be in paradise? Yes. Even though right now he is the worst sinner in the history of the world. He's not just a thief. He is a murderer and a rapist and all the other crimes and Hitler and all the rest of them. Drug lords. Everybody. And he says, I'm going to be with the Father. I'm going to paradise. He absolutely believes that even though he's a sinner, he is going to be with the Father. And he invites a thief, another sinner, to come with him. He's not afraid of the Father. The door is open. He's going to get in. So we've come really to the end of what we can do today. We've been going through the history from heaven all through the life of Jesus, trying to pick up the signal, when did God switch sides? If what people say is true, that he has two sides and two faces, is he the kind of God that has a loving side and a merciful side, the New Testament side, or is he also the Old Testament God? Quotes, with justice and wrath, shouting and anger. If he is, when did he switch sides? When does that side show up when he pours out all that wrath on Jesus? We're down to the second last word of the cross. Hadn't happened there. Let's see what happens with the rest of them. This is God Talk. Come back tomorrow and we'll wrap it up this series on is the cross necessary? It, does it matter or does it not? God bless you. See you tomorrow.